welcome to our podcast called So It, it Goes. So It Goes. Yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, and today's episode, we're going to be looking at a Brazilian singer-songwriter called Ari, who lives in Los Angeles. She has a prolific following on YouTube with millions of subscribers, and she's recently released her EP which I advise you all to listen to because it's very, very interesting. Yeah, like if you're wanting sort of new musicians to listen to, she's got a very unique um, voice in a good way. She's got a really distinctive sort of um, sound. And we brushed up on this, plus other things like the songwriting process, things that she's passionate about in the podcast, which we're going to dive Mm. into right now. Yeah. Um, so, like, one of the things is you're like you're a musician, so you obviously get sort of inspiration from somewhere. So, how has how has sort of lockdown? How has that inspired your music? Have you had more chance to focus on, let's say, the editing of it, or is it how has it affected sort of your music process? Um, so lockdown kind of helped me a lot because <laughs> like before lockdown I was serving tables in a restaurant and making music but like I didn't have the guts to go like full-time on music and, mm-hmm. and then on lockdown I lost my job so I was like well I guess it's time mm-hmm. to like record my music and then the first two weeks of lockdown um, my boyfriend's my producer so we just like got together recorded mm-hmm. an entire EP and I went like full time YouTube, internet, and like my music. So lockdown was like a turning point in my career for sure. It's kind of like with many artists, it's seemed to really focus them. And you could almost say like the time given has been a virtue in a sense then. Yeah. Yeah, for me it really was. Cause before I was always like too worried about working and paying the bills and then when I lost my job I was like well I guess now everything I can do is like focus on my music and what on what I really want to be doing oh that's and great that turned out really well so I suppose out of something so terrible as coronavirus and the job being lost something yeah. rather beautiful has been made or made yeah silver lining and everything the silver lining yes <laughs> so, you're based in LA. Yes, I am. So, what's it like music scene in LA then? Because it sounds like from quite a distant place. It's like rather. Um, well, passionate. I moved to LA only like a year ago, but I'm originally from Brazil, and mm. like since I moved to LA, I I have never like played a show here, so I'm really not the best person to talk about that about the music scene here. Because everything I did was work in restaurants and then this year record my EP. So I'm kind of like learning what the music scene is like here. So well, as a pose then more as a foyer, you get to appreciate the arts from where it is. And I can like could you say that the setting of LA has inspired any musical ventures or um 
I don't know. I feel like I before I lived here, I was in New York. And I definitely like wrote more music since I moved here because I feel more free with like nature and the weather and everything. But I don't know. I feel like I've been writing more music, but not necessarily like playing it and actually in the scene yet. So I'm like mm. starting to learn the, the music scene here. Uh, that's cool. So what was it like then the transition from brazil to uh, american so, life so like in brazil i obviously know a lot of people because i grew up there and in brazil i used to be way more in the music scene i used to play a lot of shows i used to know a lot of people go to like events and everything and here i'm still i'm still like very much watching from the outside and trying to learn how to get in mm. so yeah the music scene in brazil is a lot more um in comparison to la i feel like it was a lot more doing it than mm. like working on your appearances mm. <laughs> and in la it's more like about the appearances than actually performing did you have any plans to perform then like which... i really want to like it's what i love to do the most so but with covid it does make that kind of hard mm. but i hope now that i have been focusing on this 100 percent and like putting music out and like putting the work in um i'll be able to perform soon when covid allows me to what was it like because you mentioned recording an ep yes so how was how was that process because is it me, your first it was one amazing because like i wrote all the songs basically since i moved to la last year and i wrote everything but i never like had the time to record and then when covid happened and lockdown happened um i just got together with my boyfriend and we worked really hard to like figure out what sound we wanted and how to make it and uh, we recorded everything and now like i released my first single in august my previous single a month ago and today actually i just announced the next single that's going to be out on the 20th and um, so it's just like yeah like the whole sort of songwriting process like because there's been loads of famous examples like david bowie used to cut up bits of paper and go with name like words on and chuck them on the floor and pick out like how do you how would you if you're going to write a song how would you sort of what would the process be would you pick from personal experiences would you do something abstract or i always write from personal experience um so i usually write about something that i feel very deeply or that i have felt very deeply in my past and it's kind of like therapy for me kind of testing mm. my feelings and putting them into into words mm. and i would Sometimes I just grab my instrument and like play a progression mm. and just like freestyle what I'm feeling on top of it. Or sometimes I'm walking down the street and I get this melody and lyrics in my head and I start singing it and then I get home and I put it mm. in like with an instrument. But it's uh, usually something that I feel a lot. <laughs> Where do you draw your inspiration from? Because you've mentioned your boyfriend quite a lot. So he seems like a source of quite yes. large inspiration for you 
creative. He really mm. is. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's just laying on the floor beside mm. me right now. Uh, so, is there any other things you draw inspiration from, like in the world? Like, do you um, draw from like culture or like certain movies or even pieces of art, for example? Uh, yes and no. Like I said, usually I write from like personal experiences and feelings. So I write a lot about like love, but like my past love experiences and everything, mm. or just like, I'm a very sentimental person. So just like my thoughts within like myself, usually I write to process my own feelings. So mm. what inspires me is personal experience, 100%. So with like the sentimentality you mm. mentioned, does that ever cross over to your songs? Like, because I can imagine with the EP, oh, there's yeah, only like yeah. a select amount of songs you can choose. So maybe was like, was there ever like one song you wished you squeezed on the EP, which may not have been recorded? Oh yeah, for sure. There's one song that I really wish <laughs> we could have put it on the EP too, but uh, maybe I'll release it in the future. But um, all of my songs are definitely very emo, <laughs> are kind of like not an emo like musical genre but it's always a lot of feelings mm. oh, yeah. yeah i was gonna say that when sort of the one thing that i did find when st stumbling across your music was that it does seem very your style seems very unique in a good way because like i find that some independent artists they tend to sound very similar, whereas yours sounds, your voice sort of sounds completely different, which is great from sort of a music point of view. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate it a lot. Because you're like very prolific on YouTube and social mm. media. Like, do you think that has been a very important tool for you in like the Kickstarter career? Oh, yeah, career? absolutely. Absolutely. So like I started posting videos on YouTube 12 years ago when I was like 15 so uh, social media and YouTube in general has been like the most important tool in my music career it's like how I found out I want to be a musician and how I started uh, getting inspired by other um, YouTubers uh, writing their own songs and like doing their own thing and finding their own community um, so as an independent artist, like the people who support my my music career are the people who follow me on social media and like have been watching me for so many years and I like, grew up in front of them in the cameras. So yeah. So in that aspect, are you very much for like technology being a part of the music industry? No, oh, yeah, hundred percent. All right, that's cool then. Yeah, I think, like, to add to uh, Ariel's point, I think at the end of the day, sort of, one thing that is embracing sort of technology and using it for art, not just music, it's, it's culture. Like, it's because you're taking something and you're adapting it. And so, like, the best example I can think of is sometimes songs will blow up overnight on YouTube or TikTok or whatever because they've took a, a song done by an artist and then they've remixed it and it's just become 
really, so it's like that's a form of creativity in itself that yeah. wouldn't be possible without using technology. Yeah, I love how like TikTok and YouTube and all these like mm. technological platforms mm. allow just like everyone to have a chance. Mm. Like TikTok has been very supportive of my original music and like, I appreciate mm. that so much because maybe like a few years ago before all this like TikTok and like YouTube and stuff, you couldn't, it was way harder to make it as an independent artist like without a label. Uh, than it is now because now I feel like mm. technology allows mm. everyone to have a chance and to like you know a, a place where everyone to show their art and show what they yeah. do. So like with social media and things it's a real plus to have like your content shared worldwide and to have that support and things but there's also like an awful lot of negativity which can be found in there. So I was just wondering yeah. if you've ever came across any and if you would, like, how do you cope with that sort of aspect as well? Every day. <laughs> I get hate every day and every platform. <laughs> but uh, I think it really depends. Like, I've been doing, like I told you, I've been doing this for 12 years. Uh, so I'm definitely way better about it now than I was mm. when I was a teenager. Uh, but some days it affects me more than other days. Some days I can just ignore what people say more. Some days I break down and cry. But like, you know, it's just, it is, it's, it really like flows both ways. Cause at the same time that you can like um, put your, put yourself out there and a lot of people will like your music, will embrace it. And at the, at the same time, you can reach people who are just gonna hate you. For whatever reason hate me for my my lgbtq flag or hate me for my face or my voice or my beliefs or my just like anything and it definitely is hard and it's something that um it's very heavy to deal with when working with social media because as much as like i try so hard to be present and like remember that social media is not my life it's not like who i am when it becomes my work and everything i do it affects you so hard that it, it, i can't even explain it's like it's someone there's always someone pointing out to you and like spreading hate for mm. no reason and it is um it is hard to deal with yeah i think it's an issue with the like it seems to be quite. It seems to be an issue that I'm coming from like more of a scientific background. So I'm, I'm not like a, a mu I wouldn't class myself as a musician. But like it seems like an issue with the arts because it's all subjective. That if people don't like something, they'll create an echo chamber where it's like that person's got to know they don't like. And I think one of the best examples would probably be that I can think on the top of my head would would either be like people criticising some of Lincoln Park's later stuff, going, oh, it's not like the old like hybrid theory or anything. Or maybe like even just Billie Eilish, people criticise sort of her music, going, oh, it's all dot, dot. And I'm thinking, well, people choose the music 
for different reasons. You know, they almost forget that someone's actually created it and some people like it as well. Yeah. People forget that you're a person because mm. when everything is like online and you can be anonymous, um, people don't see you as a person. Mm. Or like an artist or like a public figure of any sort. They mm. just like, oh, I hate your music. Oh, I hate your music. And they don't even think about, they would never say that face-to-face mm. person or how much that could affect someone. And it is... It's very hard to deal with. Um, yeah. Does the tool of social media in YouTube, like, would you ever just like take time to just shun it completely and maybe try to go about your creativity a different way or try and share your music through a different platform? Do you think that's always part of who you are? And that I should think be as based is... as well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh... Oh, no, it's all right. It was a very long winded question. I love YouTube and I love creating online despite the hateful people because they are not what define me and my work and what I do. Mm. At the same time, there's hate, there's a lot of positive stuff happening and it's something that I love to do. I love to create, I love to do the videos, love to watch the videos, I love to like be part of that community. So at, at this point in my life, I don't think about stopping YouTube or social media at all. It's something I love to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If you could listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? One album for the rest of... Oof, that's hard, man. Okay, the clock right. is ticking. Oh, my God. I'm so bad at picking favorites. You have no idea. Um, one album for the rest of my life. I'm trying to think of something that has like everything, you know, mm. all the feelings. Ooh, that is so hard. It would have to be the classic, otherwise I feel like I would just get sick of it. Wow. Dude, Why that's it- so hard. I never thought about this before. I never had to think about this before in my life. Um, but I think one music like a band that I never got tired of. Oh, now I'm thinking two. Now I'm thinking either something like Studios or McFly. McFly, <laughs> who was the first one? Huh? Well, who were the two bands you mentioned? It was McFly and. And the Beatles? Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, so I feel like I've been listening to the Beatles since I was a kid and mm. never got tired of it. I feel like I can always listen to that. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> and the last question, and it's kind of similar to the other one. So I'm very sorry because I feel like I've broken you on that question. But was if you oh could have God. a dream collaboration with any artist, like from, and he can be, well, they can be alive or dead. Who would you choose? Okay, now that's easier. Um, I would love to collaborate. Do I have to pick one? You can pick as many as you want now. I know how okay. much trouble it was with just one uh, album, so you can pick as many as you uh, want. There's a few artists that I really want to have the opportunity to collaborate with, mm, and right. Cave Town is one of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Maxim Tune is another one. And it feels like 
like a going back in time kind of kind of feeling never shout never would be like ah that's so cool so i'll i'll stick with those three good choices so well so your ep is a did you mention the name of the ep or is it i have not uh, the ep is going to be called get a clue and that's actually the same name as the song that i just announced today that's coming yeah. out on the 20th so get a clue get a clue and yeah where can people purchase that it's gonna or be is it just on youtube platform. no uh spotify deezer apple oh uh, yeah you can find me in every platform by the name Ari. So it's A-R-Y-Y. And I have two singles out and this new one coming and the EP coming soon under Ari, every streaming platform. So it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to speak to you. Yeah, honestly, it's been really good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Once again, Thank you very much to Ari for taking part. Her new single, Got A Clue, is out now. Don't forget to subscribe to the Syracuse podcast to never miss an episode. Thank you for listening, and join us next time on Syracuse.